This is Wednesday Wisdom with Lauren Quellhurst. Welcome to the SOTA Process Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Evans, a high-performance mindset, life, and holistic health coach on a quest to help you find empowerment, break through comfort zones, and live your purpose. Every week, we bring to you a state-of-the-art person or idea that will help you to take massive action en route to your dreams. Thanks for tuning in today. Now let's define our greatness and be state-of-the-art. to walk here this morning I was like by the time I get here it should be light enough with the sunrise coming up um but it might be better light this way so it's not nice that's awesome yeah I was (laughs) even considering going for a walk myself but I decided to um not wake up to an alarm this morning and just get some sleep in because I have been quite tired lately so I woke up like 10-15 minutes ago um, which is perfect timing, actually, to jump on the live for you. Yay! Um, how how did you sleep? Yeah, pretty good. I'm feeling quite refreshed, almost to the point where, like, I I don't feel overslept, but, like, I still feel a little bit tired this morning, but um, I'm sure I'll feel better later in the day. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to have the... 2, 3 p.m., what the hour nap situation, which will be good. Yeah. Yeah. So important to get rest. And, yeah, I was a little bit like that as well this morning because I was like, oh, I won't wake up to my alarm. And then it went off and I'm like, get up now. Just get into your routine because I knew that coming down here would be just amazing like just to walk down here while because I walked around listening to um one of the audio tracks on our 90 day track thing so I was like oh it's a good reason to get out and get it done yeah now it looks so nice there I wish I was there (laughs) I don't even want to be in it what's that the ocean I was like, I don't want to be in it. I want the ocean to talk today. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is a Wednesday wisdom, as I haven't yet introduced it. And while I was sitting here this morning, just sitting and being, it brought to mind, I guess, the, the difference between the theory versus the practicing and I thought it would be really in sync with you reading ego is the enemy at the moment because I was sitting here and it was like you know not listening to a meditation track not telling anybody that I'm meditating or even feeling the need to do so but it's like that for me is a place where I come to that stillness and the clarity and and I think a lot of the time when we do things we're in such a culture and society of like accomplishment and achievement and when we do things we want to tell people what we've done versus just 
doing it, taking the action and getting the experience from it. Like sitting here right now has given me so much calmness and steadiness. And, you know, while sometimes sitting in my room, I could do, you know, a practice, it's really challenging for me to be there. And it's like, I could feel that need to tell people I've done a three hour practice or whatever it is. And I think that can come from that ego side and without even thinking it, you know, like you just, you think you're doing it for the right reason. And it's like, ah, there's still those pockets of ego or significance that comes in of like needing to be heard or seen. Whereas like right now I couldn't care less if we're on a Wednesday wisdom. I couldn't give a shit if I didn't speak to you today or anybody else, but I know that I've done the work and it feels really good. Pardon? That's a lie, that first part. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to talk to you, but I mean in terms of <laughs> what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah, interesting. Like, yeah, because it's the way in which we've been taught as, and I guess this is very much um, left quadrant thinking, but as like self-employed people, one of the things that we get told is social media, right? So talking about what we're going to post on social media, tactics for gaining interest from people to use them as potential clients because you're getting basically, yeah, thought-provoking posts that are going to create interest in people that can lead to clients or customers or whatever it is. So, of course, you're always going to post about, oh, I'm doing my meditation here at the beach. So people go, oh, what do you meditate on? You're like, well, I actually do a 30-day meditation course, blah, blah, blah. Like, So, yeah, it's like it's thinking about it, like, like what you've said, and then reading Ego is the Enemy. It's like, you know, most of the posts we do, there is a little bit of ego in it in that we're going, this is what I'm doing, what are you doing kind of thing, whereas it's like, are you actually doing all that you say you're doing or are you just like, and that's for me in terms of, um, I guess, biohacking and optimal health. Like I know that I need to change a few of my um, cover photos and stuff when I can be bothered getting around to it because, you know, that's something that I claim that I'm into. And yes, it's something that I'm very, very much interested in. But for me to call myself, a 110% full-time biohacker would be a complete lie, even though I'd like to think that I am. It's a lie because, you know, I'm not even wearing my blue light blocking glasses right now, for example. I'm not, um, you know, probably walking right now as I should be walking. I'm not, um, yeah, I didn't actually wear my blue light blocking, my red blue light blocking glasses last night. I'm not eating the perfect meal every time um, that I eat. So it's, you know, for me to call myself a full-time biohacker would be a lie, but I say that it's something I'm into and I'm, I say that it's something I do, but it's not 100% true. Um, and, you know, that probably goes for a lot of things too. And something that I do sort of hold myself to is my word. You know, it's something I value. And, you know, that's something that I've known in the last month month and a half is that I've realized that I'm not actually being true to my word if I call myself that so therefore I need to change that as a part of what I perceive to be my identity or at least what I'm putting out there anyway um and just get really yeah just congruent with what I'm doing and that's why I know we've both spoken about the social media side of things and how 
we're going to be using it less. And I think that will allow us to be more congruent with what we actually post because it's it genuinely is just going to be elements of our lifestyle without the ego coming into it necessarily. Like, you know, no doubt we'll probably post something when we're at Tony Robbins in a month's time, you know, doing a, a story about that, but it's not going to be, um, you know, every five minutes and this and that, and it's going to be like, you know, oh, I'm at Tony Robbins, this is cool, that's it. Like, um, yeah, it's just allowing yourself to be more congruent with who you are actually deep down um, and not just posting the highlight reel, um, which is why I think the business we're in now is cool for the fact that I won't, I, I won't and I don't feel obliged to have to post in that way to create interest as a business tactic because therefore at the end of the day, I mean, I still try and make it as congruent with who I am anyway, but it's still not, yeah, I feel forced to do things that I don't necessarily want to do. I love that. And with what I'm reading at the moment, which is the five levels of leadership, it kind of feels like to me we're both at that point where we're wanting to step into being leaders by example and at the moment we're doing that in areas because you never know who's watching social media wise like in person but I think you know to completely get to a point where people are truly looking to you as leading by example it's understanding that You don't need to be telling people every second of the day what you're doing because if you're doing it, the right people will see, the right people will understand that without you even saying a word. They'll be like, oh, my God, it's like that energy exchange or they'll see it in your, like, state, Tom, when you're biohacking more full-time when we get into that, you know, when, when, like, our business is at a point where you can delve more into that point. Um, people will be like damn like you look so healthy like what is it that you're doing versus you having or feeling like you have to like tell people because it's I think it's almost that high achiever thing and and we've both been high achievers in the school world which is something that you know I don't really even value anymore and I'm still carrying that baggage of like I need to be seen as doing well and um, you know, achieving high results and doing all this stuff. And it's like, to be honest, people have come up to me about things that I didn't even see were happening. I haven't told them a single thing and they see my energy or they ask things. And I'm like, wow, you've never seen my social media. You don't know it, a drop about my history, but yet you're getting an energy from me that is um, that was unspoken. So I think that's where it's the reminder that if you're doing what you say you're doing, people will know. And don't do it for the recognition. Do it for yourself. And if it's right for you, then whatever result you're seeking from that, it will come. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, that's a really interesting point that you bring up. So, you know, like you said, we both did really well at school. So the expectation from other people is that, well, I know on my end, the expectation was 
oh, Tom's going to go do medicine, Tom's going to go study law, Tom's going to go and do whatever the hardest thing at uni is to do. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's not what I want to do. Um, then, you know, people would have seen me go and do sports science and people would have been like, oh, you know, why is he doing that? You know, anyone can do that. There's no jobs in it. You know, I quit halfway through because I realised that, you know, when I started the course, it was what I wanted to do my life changed dramatically throughout the course of the few years that I was doing it. And I realized it didn't align with the path that I wanted to take. And now it's like, we're at the point where for both of us, we're just working, you know, average jobs that anyone can work. Um, you know, I've left my business as a personal trainer. Um, you know, these are all things that could be kicks to the ego, which other people would subconsciously, not realise, but that would force them to stay stuck in what they're doing. So they might just, you know, finish their uni degree because they're like, well, if I drop out, you know, people are going to think this of me or if I don't end up going through and becoming an engineer and getting the job, people are going to think this of me. And, you know, if I quit my business, everyone's going to think my business failed and they're going to laugh at me. And, you know, I can't go back to working, you know, a part-time job in retail like I used to because, you know, that's, essentially back where I started so I haven't achieved anything you know those sort of things that will come up for people but it's like we actually both know that we're doing it because it's allowing us to build the business we're building and it's going to be a very successful business and people might not see that because we're not going to post about it um you know people mm -hmm. might not ever know that we um yeah have this business that's going to be very very successful so it's like, you know, people might just see what we're doing on social media and be like, oh, you know, they're not really doing much with their life. Oh, you know, they're just working part-time jobs in cafes or retail or whatever it is. And it's like, you know, if we're retired in the next five to ten years, it's like, hang on, actually, what? how? How? <laughs> you're a barista, weren't you? You were just working at a 45 and it's like, yeah. And it's it's doing it without doing it for them it's doing it for us which just excites me like even when you're talking about it now I'm like that it excites me that we're doing this together because it I really love working in the cafe and it's just that thing of like man you really don't know somebody's story like right like so many people go through and they don't know my story which yeah. makes me ask them about theirs of like they look like just a customer right or they look like just that person who is serving you at the grocery store and it's like you could just be one conversation and breath away from a completely different life like you don't know who that person is you don't know what that friendship could hold um and yeah that's the that's the beauty that I love about each day being around um people in a cafe or you know like just even for you yourself like you'll be in a new environment now and It'll give you that new set of confidence to like connect with some new people. And it's like they, they could be, you know, a best mate that goes on a huge travel trip with you. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. That sort of shit lights me up. Yeah, 100%. And it's, yeah, just all about at the end of the day, not caring what other people think. And I guess that's, um, you know, an element of what makes up the ego is thinking that people do care what they think about me. So therefore I have to present my best side, you know, there are still other elements that 
make that up too, coming from a place of, um, I guess insecurity is still, you know, I guess what other people think. But one of the examples in there in the book so far was just someone talking about how like they just wanted to show off everything that they had and everything that they'd done. And it's like, no, you don't have to do that. But also, you know, other people that, um, yeah, like similar to what you spoke about um, with your old job with being a paramedic, it's like, you know, people that um, act differently because of their rank or something like that. It's like, no, just be yourself. So, yeah, this has been a quite an interesting book too because I would have I would have liked to have thought before this book that I didn't really have much of an ego and an ego that didn't really drive a lot of the things that I do. But it's probably a book I want to read again actually because, um, yeah, it's been an eye-opener where I've gone, actually, that is my ego causing me to um, – I shouldn't say causing because I'm ultimately in control. My ego is influencing me to act in a certain way um, much of the time, which I didn't realise until reading this. So for anyone listening, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Um, If you want to be humbled, read the book. I would love to read it and go over it with you. Wow, my voice is echoing in this whole stream. Um, it's like so loud um yeah I'd love to read it with you because then we could even go over it in like book club for ourselves in a way of kind of going through the chapters or something because it's a real challenge when you have a heart of gold and you're like I just want to serve people and do all this stuff um And that's truly what you want to do. You want to be able to give back. But when you're still in a state of learning that and assimilating it and haven't yet embodied it, I think a lot of us do come from ego because we want to tell people that, you know, we're kind, that we're doing good things. And it's like, man, I've been there. I still catch myself at times. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't need to tell people that I'm doing things. It's like, but for me to get that, it's like almost a an approval thing of like, I don't even need their approval. Like I am comfortable in myself. And I think, you know, even coming into a relationship with you that has helped me um, a great deal with just letting go of that need to prove anything. It's like, I know I already that I am enough as I am like wholly by myself as you are. But when we're around each other, it's like, I don't need to tell you who I am or try to prove to you that I'm a certain way. Cause we met really organically as well. Like we didn't meet in our clothes. It's like, I was a dag in my leggings. Like I was just being who I was and you were too. And it's like, and that's what I, that's what I love. And it reminds me to be that way of like, people get drawn to personalities for a reason. If they want someone who has a big ego and and they have that personality go to that person like I I won't be your girl like that's that's cool (laughs) Um, but yeah it's just a really really good reminder that I think it's just a stage of awareness or maturity because you just it does take a while to hear that and go like no 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 I don't have that much of an ego but then to actually just call yourself on it and go yeah like yep 
it's there. It's almost shit to just say out loud. It's like, oh, I don't want it to be there. But it's like, oh, good. At least now that I know that it's there, it's something that I can work on or move away from. Um, and it's not all bad. It's just like no. um, your ego can help you drive to do things. It's just when it becomes a distorted version of who you congruently are, like right now to the person I am when I'm with you in person, to the person I am when I'm on my mat, when I'm in the cafe, yeah. when I'm with my sister and family. Um, yeah. Put it this way, reading Relentless by Tim Grover, that is the complete opposite of ego is the enemy. That is if you want to win, fuck everyone else, use your ego, leave people on the side of the road if you have to, do everything within your power to win regardless of what. It's basically whatever it takes. Like, you know, forget ethics, forget what's right and wrong. Like, you know, his book is Michael Jordan won because he gave a shit about no one other than himself. So he was like, you know, and this is similar to what we spoke about with Luke Longley the other day, like, because um, Luke Longley, the Australian basketballer, for those that don't know, um, who won three championships with Michael and the Chicago Bulls, was interviewed on Australian Story. So they spoke about, um, you know, his relationship with Michael Jordan. He was like, you know, Michael and I respected each other. We didn't really get along because Michael would be breathing down his throat the whole time going, Luke, do this, Luke, do that, Luke, do this. It's like, you know, from Michael's, you know, he probably walks in with the ego and the expectation that everyone's on his level and then when they're not, he's going to shout at them. But to be fair, that brought them three NBA championships because he held himself to that level. He did not settle for anything else other than winning and he would do whatever it took to win. So that's where it's the fine line about, like, do you want to just win and lose all your friends in the process or do you want to actually, yeah, make an impact in a different way? I mean, put it this way, like, you know, Michael has impacted many people's lives in a good way. He's inspired them. He's done this. He's done that. But, you know, a lot of his teammates never liked him. They never got along with him. They hated playing. The only time they ever enjoyed themselves was when they actually won. Um, but, again, you know, that's a material thing that disappears the next day when you wake up. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's because that's reading relentless. I, there was a lot of the time, a lot of the times in the book, I was quite shocked at what he was saying. I was like, really? Like, you know, don't care about anyone else or their feelings. And, you know, but I can see how that would help you to win to an extent. It depends on what your definition of winning is. My definition of winning is not leaving people on the side of the road for my own victory. Um, it's helping people to come along on the journey with me. So, you know, that's where it differs and it's all about defining what it is for you. I would rather go down the road of um, ego as the enemy and have no ego but carry everyone along on the ride with me to success, which is what we're doing in our business basically. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, you know, it goes back to that quote, you're celebrated in public for what you practice in private or whatever. You know, this business is something that we're practicing in private. We're only going to talk about it to select people that we believe are the right people to hear about what we're doing. There's going to be many people that never, ever know what we do, but it's going to be a business that brings us a lot of quote-unquote success. 
Um, and people don't have to know. We don't have to post about it. We can. It's something that we can practice in private that's going to help us to be celebrated in public, not that the celebration in public is what we're chasing, but we also don't have to practice in public either. We're going to be practicing in private because to practice in public is the ego wanting to show off what you're doing, even though you might not actually be doing it. It's like, are you walking your walk and talking your talk or not? And the cool thing about it is that success will, it will prove that we have developed as well. So that's that, that's that practice. That's that practitioner versus the theorist side of it. And um, the thing that I wanted to bring up with Relentless is that people might be needing that extremeness right now right like when I think about things like that I think of it yeah Goggins but I think of that more as like a it's a time it's a it's a moment in time whereas when I think about personal development that is ongoing so like relentless that can be a moment in time we might have a moment in our lives where we've gone through a relentless period. I actually know we both have, but we might go through another one where we need that relentless energy that it's like, we will do whatever it takes. Where yeah. my view differs is where it's the, um, I'm, I'm not so opposed to leaving others behind, but it's more so the not doing the harm to do others it. on the way. Like, cause we, we might need to leave some yeah. friendships behind we might need to leave some conversations that you know aren't taking us to where we need to go in that moment but it's not about intentionally harming and that's where I'm I'm huge on and you know I think it's the way in which you do it it's you know dumping someone on the side of the road for the vultures to come down and get them or it's going Mm -hmm. I'm gonna leave you here here's a backpack with supplies if you follow that road that way you'll find a village where you can stay overnight and then pick yourself back up hunger games <laughs> yeah i'm gonna throw you into the to be fair it would be kind of cool if that was real life but also not tom and i watched that the other day that was really fun i was like i just <laughs> love that series i find it such a um, a good transition from the book to the movie. Like it's really rare that um, movies do that, that they can, yeah, portray it that well, but I loved it. Yeah, definitely. I had something, I didn't end up writing the thought down and now it's lost me. Um, but yesterday I came up with something. I was going to ask you a question about karma um, oh, and yeah. it was, <laughs> I can tell you're excited. I can't. I can't actually remember what it was to do with. So when it comes back to me, I'll ask you, but it was, um, I wanted to ask if um, something was actually karma, like something that we talk about all the time. And I was going to say, no, like, let's forget what that is. Is that actually karma? So when that comes back to me, we will talk about it. Maybe even this time next week on Wednesday Wisdom, we shall see. But if it comes back to me, I will ask. Yeah. Um, an interesting point, though, another name for, for karma, like a translation of the word, it means action. I feel like it was something along those lines. 
um, yeah, it was like I'm going to use gratitude as an example because it's it's not actually gratitude, but that's what's coming to mind. Like I was going to say, is gratitude actually karma or, you know, something, you know, forget what I just said because that's not what I mean, but like it was something like that. And I forget what it was that came to me. Right. I think I, I feel like in my head I know what you're trying to ask just because I know who you are <laughs> and how you think around that. Let me think on it and I'll let sure. you think on it. And, um, yeah, and we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Sounds good to me. You look like you're nearly home. I am. Um, I'm going to have a morning with Sarah and we're going to bike ride down to Yield, grab a coffee and then watch some Gaza, some Gary V. Because I was just like, I feel like we need to just spend some time together if you're available tomorrow. And she's like, yes, that sounds amazing. Um, so that'll be good before I head off to the cafe because, yeah, it'll be a long day there. But after there, I get to see you and I'll come up for our event. Um, and I'll try and work on Friday and have tomorrow off. I know you'll probably have clients tomorrow, but um, at least that way I don't have to rush off in the morning. Oh, yeah, cool. Well, yeah, if you're not doing anything. Um, What's I think- your client's I only have a morning one tomorrow and then I don't have another one till late in the afternoon. So I've got most of the middle of the day free. We could go Kings or something and we could just hang out and, um, Wash. yeah, go over the stuff that we were talking about for, um, our business as well. Like just going over that and piping it out. It'd be really nice. Yeah. We could sit in awesome. Kings and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can beat you in squash after. Uh, you mean when I'm beating you? Are we talking about the same day or is it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're funny. <laughs> I am pretty funny. Um, it'd be funny when you lose, but uh, <laughs> we should. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel sorry for everyone listening to this on the podcast. <laughs> they just get it. to the end um, and they're just like, Tom, can you just wrap it up and stop like babbling on about random shit but yeah i do apologize thanks for sticking this far to the end everyone like can you guys sort out your schedule off a wednesday wisdom live please (laughs) yeah it's our ego we're telling everyone what we're doing (laughs) oh good we'll leave it there the mystery remains for the rest of you um the mystery remains for me for the day let's be honest who knows what's going to come into the day yes exactly Well, I shall see you tonight, my love. Yes, sounds good. I love you. And um, I'm, yeah, looking forward to it with them. All right, I'll catch you later. Bye. Hey, Sotarians, thank you so much for listening to that episode. Now, just quickly before you leave, please head over and subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll know exactly when the next episode is out so you never miss a beat. And also make sure you head over and give the podcast a review as well. That's going to help us to grow and expand the show and get your feedback on exactly what you want to hear from us, what guests you want us to get on, and how we can improve the overall listening experience for yourself. Now, if you took some value from this episode, please make sure you take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag myself at Coach Tom Evans and at The Soda Process so that we know you're listening and can get some instant feedback from the show. 
Also, while you're there, be sure to check out the awesome show notes we have down below. We've got a couple of different partners that are offering some awesome discounts on some products specifically for you as a listener of the podcast. All right, guys, you know what to do. It's time to get out there, define your greatness and be state of the art. Yeah.